double cross.
Are we are we live? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we want to hear the average yeah, salary keep, keep of a comedian. Keep talking about the average you know, salary. So it depends where you look online, but I googled the average salary of a comedian, hoping that there would be some middle ground. Right? You're like you're like hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Right. Or you know? well, or anything. I mean, <laughs> or like based on what I'm seeing so far, you know, it could be quite minimal. Could yeah. Be a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turns out, Indeed thinks it's anywhere from thirty thousand, which oh. to me seems like a lot. Okay. For a comedian, for right? A comic. That's All a full-time the way up, comedian. All towards like eighty thousand. Okay. So I think what they're assuming is corporate gigs, you know, children's birthday parties, things like that. Yeah, dressing as a clown. Or writing comedy is probably what they're actually. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's a lot. You're talking about like SNL level, though. Yeah. What about I like YouTube? Indeed. <laughs> what about YouTube? I mean, you could probably find some YouTube channel, and you're like, hey, your content is little bit let me let me raise your bar let me raise your bar and then you were like thirty thousand dollars right you, i mean it's oh, you could be an influencer Ooh, an and influ- you know what i think actually that's the data that i think they I were think looking right. at you know paid deals and uh brand content all that stuff because there is no way that your average local comedian is making a living salary right at I least mean, you said local I don't understand people that they'll go all the way from Sacramento and hit up all the spots. One of them will pay them twenty bucks, but they just uh, they just drove two hours away. I mean, Central Valley, Sacramento. It seems like they go all over. They like people laughing at them. Yeah, one way I've heard it said. By <laughs> that makes. I mean, if they just that would make sense. You're chasing the That would make sense. I'm chasing my dreams or the yeah. stage. Yeah. But then when, I guess they get that one pay gig along the way, when they make that more broad than anything else, it's like, just just say you're chasing a dream or something and say, yeah, pay gig. Like, I mean, I don't know. See, I feel like as a musician versus, you know, we do the same, some of the same things, but, you know, there's like, like, it seems like if I was like, just had an acoustic guitar, I could go play more kind of things. So mm. I'm like thinking to myself, when's if you could double your shows? Like, when's if you're like going to sack? From Zach to San Francisco, and you play what? Six shows or whatever. But when's if you can make it 12 shows by doing comedy shows at like fast food restaurants and like putting your hat out and uh, and just like making an extra? Because you probably at least enough to like make yourself some food money, you know? Right, like, right. Busking. <laughs> busking. Bu- is you that? Yeah. One liners because they're not going to stay. For you could go to a Fisherman's you Wharf know? or something. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. Mitch Hedberg. If you paint yourself in silver. Oh, yeah. You yeah. might actually get better, too. Yeah, well, actually, they make pretty good money, I've heard. The silver people. I think, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well the Bushman had a house in Sausalito. That guy, but he, yeah, he was pretty famous. Oh, wow. I saw him a few times. He died, right? Yeah. Rest in peace. We had a whole house. I wonder that, who we left that house to. Like a uh, whole... A bush, <laughs> most likely. <laughs> I would have mean, I would assume. Uh, yeah. family of street performers. Isn't that amazing? It's the next generation of street yeah, he, I mean, he probably left it to his bush people, mm. or his probably... wife's bush. Is that <laughs> <a> bush? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Well, you you've that been works. here before, right, Abby? Yeah. Abby, Abby. I, well. I actually have been here before when I was doing performance poetry. Yeah, okay. Very so different you... realm. You oh, okay. get paid even less than comedy. Wow. But I think in terms of you know what we're talking about, it's like it's a trajectory, right? Same with musicians, same with comics. You know, they know they're not necessarily 
going to continue at that level. They want to go further than that. Or yeah. at some point, you might say, oh, man, this 20 bucks for two hours of driving, I don't know. You know, and you might opt out at that point. But the goal is for everyone to chase the dream. As long as you get, like, two email list or two email list signups for every, like, 20 bucks, like, every 10 bucks, I think you're doing okay, you know? I guess it could be kind of cool. People are just like, well, I don't have to pay the gas this time. 20 yeah. bucks? Hey, cool. But uh, but now it's gone up. But still, I mean, it, it's yeah. like I get paid for half of my trip now. I do remember oh. the first time we broke even coming back from tour, and I was like, wait, you're saying we didn't lose money, but we didn't make money? It's and it was like the best <laughs> feeling ever. And then after you make a little bit of money, then it's like obviously better. But like, I don't know if it was as bad or as good as like getting that even mark, because that took a long time, you know? Yeah, and I mean, if you think about, you know, Pavlovian training, like, or, or you know, bad relationships, the way they do it is it's this sporadic reward, right? So when you have <laughs> these unpredictable rewards of varying quantities, you're actually more motivated to continue that. I mean, I hear you, though. The moment I broke even for my first show, I was like, this is... You're like, I've made it. I've it's made magic. it. Wow. Yeah, so, you're like, let's yeah. So bad relationships help. So you, it helps get you ready for this. Totally. No, it's it's no. just content, oh, wow. really. Bad relationships are just moment, content. Yeah, yeah, it's just content. And the moment you get out of the bad relationship is when you start getting the Pavlovian feedback from comedy. So it's kind of like a replacement. Yeah, you, know, you just keep going. And whether, no matter what side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like uh, a lot of relationships are good for comedy you know like, like even if they're bad it's like i need a new one for more material like polyamorous like relationships see the more relationships is that what you're saying the well you want to you want to get rid of them because it's good for comedy you don't want to let you're like ah oh, this is lasting too long i need m new material that's right. true a new archetype to date you know that yeah. sounds like a good youtube like comedy series right like where you just go on first dates and you like the goal is to like break up with them i guess you have to date him for like four weeks enough to get four Whoa. weeks worth of content once you understand the archetype starts as a punk guy then you move on to like well now i need to get goth because i need that in my content yeah you know genre to genre yeah gathering the info here's the thing though a good comic doesn't have to I, I don't know i'm making this up as i go but a good comic should not have to suffer for their art right if you're really creative you should be able to make art out of anything. Or maybe you could uh, date That's on true. that uh, the Fet Life and uh, and see just do whatever fetishes the person has in mind, and that's your dating thing. Yeah, flawless. So like, people pay money. Okay, for Okay, everyone, I'm trying age play this time because I'm dating this person. Now I'm uh, now I'm getting shitted on because this is this is my date this week. Uh, uh, what else? What else is there? Oh, oh, I'm the woman in the relationship this week because you know. Yeah, yeah. Any niche kind of you find like that, there's money to be made there. Oh yeah. It's not. It may like be a hard niche to find, but there's money there because someone wants it. If if you've thought of it, people want it. That's uh, that that okay. That makes me think of something a woman told me yesterday. Uh oh. She said. You're, oh wait, this okay. This could sound bad. It's it's about uh, life. It's not about like hooking up. Uh, it, look, she said, you're not eager enough. You don't want it enough. Or she, he seemed that way. And it, the, what that meant was uh, about uh, 
doing better in life because uh, uh yeah i'd like a better job and all that mm. was she <laughs> was she a cougar <laughs> so so what what this was was uh just, just, i don't know questions right? i don't know we had some kind of uh conversation and then uh Oh. And then I gave her my number to give to her husband, and uh, and then uh, and then I kind of forgot a lot of uh, what we talked about. So uh, in responses, I guess I really didn't know what what the deal was. So like I really, I came into my work and said, uh, well, I mean, it was as a customer, and you know. Usual, how's your day going? I'm like, yeah. Well, once I get out of here, it'll be good. Um, but then, uh, but then, yeah, we talked about how, uh, yeah, I wasn't really responding to messages because I, I didn't, I, I didn't seem eager. But actually, I didn't know what the hell, uh, I, I didn't know what the hell I was getting into. So, uh, and if she'd had a, a fet life profile, you would have known exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. That's. That's true. That's advice for uh, uh, comedians wanting uh, dating comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I think uh, I would be more into the job sucks comedy maybe now. Or uh, I need to do some material on, uh, you know, life, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, well, last time it was like, uh, oh, last time I was on, well, okay time before i was on stage i was like yeah i was just napping in my car and uh you know the police all these lights on and they said they said what do you do you do this all the time and i'm like oh yeah yeah i, do, I usually do this out there you know I, I, yeah i work some long shifts uh i didn't know they were talking about uh it, it beating off in the car uh all the time i didn't know they were saying that or else i would have been like whoa what I should have been like, whoa, what you mean? Uh, <laughs> you were just like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, you know, I... I, I, I know this is the first time, new thing for me. I'm trying something. <laughs> Actually, Ooh. you're bothering me. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to take a nap, uh, which is also hard to... Uh, quote, unquote, nap. Well, see, see, I, about the quote, unquote, uh, <laughs> it's like... Uh, Explain. See, it's weird to talk about because, say it was in San Francisco... Yeah, I would be likely to be like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I felt like I'm not stupid. This is Palo Alto. Uh, so, of course, I wasn't doing that. Um, but also, uh, I did this thing where I wanted to stop having an attitude with police. So then I became, I guess, too nice. Uh, you can't, yeah, there has to be a line, you yeah, know. The pendulum swinging in the other direction. If you're too nice, they're like, all right, what'd you do? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not, I guess I'm not that kind of, I'm not that kind of white, where it's like nice gets me out of things, and instead nice is just like, yeah, we got this guy, and let's look at him, <laughs> oh look at him, he's, nice becomes nice. yeah, he pretty much just admitted to napping in his car, we all know what that means. Yeah, that's what, well, that, that's what I na uh, admitted to later, uh, because we never actually discussed that while I was uh, being interrogated there. We were just discussing, do you do this all the time? And I was, hell yeah. <laughs> I was way too stoked. And then, uh, and then I guess I was a drug dealer because they were handprint, uh, fingerprinting me. I was like, yeah, what's his fingerprint for? And they said, well, uh, you, uh, you're known as Walgreens, right? I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, but... This most people don't fingerprint me because they know me as Walgreens, <laughs> uh, and then they try to say I was I was like 
that's my pharmaceutical drug uh, drug dealer name. I think. <laughs> I guess I went to Doctor Walgreens. Yeah, I should, I, you know, I should have had more fun with it. You, sir. Should have had more fun with it. I should have. I should have. The cop goes. Actually, I'm Officer Walgreens. That's so weird. Do you have an answer? Well, <laughs> well, he did say he went that's to school with me. Maybe he was looking for his prescription. He went to school with you. Well, first and foremost. Yeah, I did, I did have some blue pills in the car. I'm like, I gotta. So he wasn't wrong. You were a pharmaceutical bandit. Yeah, I was like, I should have been like, well, you need some Viagra, officer. Uh, see, that is what I'm saying. Well, you know, they always try to make you feel like that's super illegal if they don't have anything else to go on. Yeah, they they always look for something. Like They're like carrying Viagra in your car. Yeah. For yourself <laughs> while you uh, do you have a prescription that? for this yeah, do you have a prescription sir no because i don't need one <laughs> i only sell them <laughs> yeah they're not mine i mean i don't even know what the charges for something like that would be for selling something like that uh, you wouldn't think it'd be that much but yeah. i don't know i mean as as a as a woman i'm like can you get them over the counter like is that a stupid is that a weird question i'm sure you can get them on 24th and bart i, I think that's <laughs> Can you though? I don't. I mean, know. you can buy shampoo over there. I can figure you can get anything. I don't know if I'd want to over twenty four. Over a certain age. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to on Bart. Maybe the Excelsior. Sure, sure. That's where that's where I had a dealer back in the day. Buddy. Okay. All right. Like, where'd you get this from? All right, cool. I'm gonna sell it for a little bit more. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I always knew the police had a thing for me, so I try to you know do my own thing under the radar. You yeah. Know? Uh, because, uh, I don't know, it, you know, I guess I was growing up around not so good area, I guess. So people, you know, people want to get me involved in their, their stuff. I'm like, like, no, nah, you know, uh, you know, police always watch me, man. You don't want me involved with that. Uh, and then I, I snitch, are you like, no, nah, but I see, you know, they watch me. I'm trying to give you a heads up, man. They, <laughs> they pull me over wherever I go. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's. I had like a, a good year of run with that uh, stage, and then there was like I had uh, comedians they wanted to uh, uh, stab me, um, so uh, oh that gave me a good uh, that gave me a little more material too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, seems like that's another kind of crappy relationship is the dynamic between all comics and each other. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you don't even need to date you know people for stories at that point. Just go to any comedy event. <laughs> Comedians don't, uh, do they, is there a big uh, relationship thing in the comedy no, world? You know, really I can see that not. with music. But Unless not. they're all in comedy. restaurants and they're comics, then maybe. Mm. I you love the there? restaurant thematics that we're just kind of adding in there. Oh, you're talking about the McDonald's busking for <laughs> Wait, what? comedy. No? no, I don't know. Full circle. I, I, I just feel like if you work at a comedy, comedy though, yeah. club or something, you're uh, probably all banging. Co-workers. Yeah, you know. I mean, the, Oh, if you work there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about yeah. as a comedian. Well, but yeah. I don't think so. Specifically think as comedian. But yeah, I know a lot of comedians work in the establishments, too. But I'm I'm always not sure. Like you're rich or you're poor. You know, what's the word? Like rogue, like comics that aren't so comedians together. I guess yeah. Are are having any fun with each other? uh, Essentially, uh, romantically, uh, in any which way? Because if you want to make that potential, according to Indeed, thirty thousand, you definitely can't 
You know, I mean, you can. You can. Yeah, sure. I, I, it, having those boundaries, I think. Yeah, I, I don't get that vibe from comics. I don't. Yeah. Either. I don't either. I get it from music and and uh, firefighters and police. <laughs> I, I, I'm just musicians, su- firefighters, police—they're like the same thing. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. You know, uh, oh, they're. I, I, I watch a lot of Chicago PD and Chicago FD, and even the uh, medical. Yeah, they hook up a lot in the medical profession too. It's amazing, like it's because they have the same uh, salaries. Yeah, they have time. To okay, <laughs> so it's easy for the really, books. We don't have time. Yeah, you know, and comics are like, I'm down, but no, I don't have time. People learn their lesson in my industry in the super supermarkets. Uh, I feel like, from what I've observed, uh, people try out a bunch of people in the workplace and then learn their lesson. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. You yeah. get their new hire, you're like, wow, I have some cute coworkers. Your coworkers like, hey, there's a cute new girl. Next thing you know, you get sick of it, and you're like, I am never dating a coworker again. Or you change careers. Yeah, you change stores and careers <laughs> immediately, and then have learned a lesson. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't do change careers in in the supermarket because usually that's where you end up, and you you've tried leaving. What about front and house? You end back up back house? there. There's, no, there's at least the supermarket I worked at. There was no front house back house. We well, restaurants. Here. So he's talking about restaurants. Okay. Restaurants are well. more uh, fun. <laughs> Just in general. I feel like restaurants. You could uh, hook up and you could. I don't know. For some reason, uh, forget. And okay, on to. That's true. At that I don't know point, if it is it on to the next. Per- or, uh, let's yeah, see. I think so. Let no, me I, I think, think of my restaurant days. Yeah, another thing to keep in mind, I mean, if you're working in a restaurant, it's fun, and it's, you know, evening, and the restaurant industry includes a little bit of drinking, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've done restaurants, too. You're not going to drink there, let me tell you. (laughs) The amount of boxes you have to lift, the amount of ladders you have to climb, the amount of customer service and register, I can't make change tipsy. And in a restaurant, everyone else is tipsy. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're like, hold on. Oh, they're all getting I'm going to count these again. One, two. two three. Sorry. Sorry. Let me okay. Start so, over. yeah, that's a good point. Our our <laughs> cashiers are never, uh, yeah, they're never tipsy. That's maybe t- a little right. stoned. And stoned, uh, maybe, I, maybe that's me. Keep the store fuller, you know? Yeah, because actually, cashiers have been more problematic when they're tipsy. It's more like. They've had a call off, but the other departments, like you could be tipsy. There's so many people tipsy, uh, and it's just embedded in them, and they just stay in that position. But a cashier, uh, yeah, they they end up calling off for a week or something. Like oh, I can't do this. Uh, I'm too drunk today. But if you were like a bagger, a deli person, or uh, a meat or produce, you just <laughs> you work it off. You're like I'm on a stack of tomatoes. <laughs> You just start staring at that tomato. Like, why is it staring back at me? Oh, I'm I'm so hungover. Yeah, that's that's. I wonder what the correlation is between. Yeah, no, that's not ideal. Wonder what the correlation is between. Well, I think we know the the not customers. No, tell us. People working there who happen to be maybe having a drink or two before, which I did not do, but before they go to register, and the amount of. Coworkers engaging and interacting with other coworkers. There's got to be a statistical correlation. Right? Are we talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're back at we're back at the supermarket or just both? Uh, both. Either. I, okay. All. We should do a study. Boy, I, you know, 
in a way, I kind of miss the restaurant. I, I've worked in restaurants, but it was more like, so I had a steady restaurant gig. But what I loved was there was an app called Paired Pros. And Paired Pros. You go on there and a bunch of gigs, you just scroll down and you click on what, what you want to do. You're like, oh, this, this looks cool. I'm going to do this. And you click on it. Next thing you know, you're going to it. And I like that because I'm going to a new restaurant all the time. Yeah. And, and new food. You don't have to deal with the same people. I have a problem with same people. So people suck. Yeah, the, you know, and, and I'm probably not good with people, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, I agree. I, I struggle with uh, coworkers in general, and I don't think it's them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I have done some scientific studies. I have found the common variable. I'm thinking about you, but for me... Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I get my you. Own, my own, uh, well, I disagree. You guys agree are great. With friends and family, turns out. But coworkers, hmm. there's something there, you know. It's because they're a healthy practice for the in between. Uh, yeah, right? I can see that. Zone of I mean, yeah, because yeah, because customers are great. It, well, for the most part, um, you know, it's of course the only problem is like you you look you clock in and you look down the aisle and you're like, oh crap, okay, they're gonna <laughs> fill this area right when they, oh oh they're already doing it. I haven't even clocked yeah. in yet. Jeez. You know, and that's the thing. You just see that line of people. And, you know, it's like, hi, 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 how you doing? How you doing? And then it's like, I can't do this anymore. I have to make them feel bad when they leave. Or or just really laugh. Like, what? you know, what, what just happened here? You know, I mean, like, I like throwing in, especially Father's Day. I love talking about how I never had a dad in my life. <laughs> But I like starting off with Happy Father's Day, or I love saying Happy Father's Day, and it's a woman, and it's like, well, I'm just saying Happy Father's Day. Yeah, I'm just, that's what day it is, and I'm just wishing you happy of it, you know? That's what day it is. Hey. I don't care if you're a father or not, that is the title and assignment for the day's holiday. I was going to say, that yeah. sounds like another, um, some sort of skit. And, you know, that's what day it is. You know, you just go and you say it. It's like, happy puppy uh, day. Can you help me find the apples, please? No. Happy Father's Day. I don't, yeah, there, there you go. go. Hey. There you go. No. No. <laughs> but, but I'm not a father. I don't understand where the apples are. Well, the apples could have been your father. Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> Apple doesn't the, fall far the, from the tree, right? The guy starts drawing eyes on all the apples just to prove a point to the customer. Sir, you, you can't make all the apples look like your father, sir. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. As an employee of a supermarket, we love making penises with the with the fruits, too. Like it's just Is that something that happens a lot? Oh, yeah. We put the apples with the bananas. and. Ah! Wait, you do this or other people do it? I mean, I have. It. Actually, I... I <laughs> one time, <laughs> uh, we had a Conor McGregor. We, we have... Uh, Wait, a what? We we have Conor so, McGregor. So Conor like McGregor and yeah and and, okay. and uh, uh, Danny Trejo. Uh, we have uh, poster boards of people sometimes, and I like put a banana between their legs. You know. Yeah. Why not? Okay. That see, is, that's what bananas are for. Oh. See who finds out. You know. I'm pretty sure the the manager is just like uh, another banana between the legs. Yeah, if I could figure like, out which employee was doing this, I swear to God. <laughs> that I would do nothing. Yeah, right? it's, like, it's his only mystery haunting him and the manager of the story. Like, 
It's been like three years of these banana pranks. If only I could check the cameras. I know, I know. If only I knew the password to the security camera computer. But he doesn't. He only knows about the incidents with the bananas. Yeah. It's no fun Not if you... the if you, cameras. Yeah, if you know, then it's rock. no fun. 30 yeah. Rock? There you go. Cameras. <laughs> Miss that show. <laughs> well, well, with that, uh, that one guy. Is that uh, the one with... Uh, the, the father. The father. Ooh! I don't know if this is on the topic, but you, oh, I don't even know. That's yeah. the Alec Baldwin saga. I don't know if you guys. Uh, that's not thirty. Wait, no. Oh, wait. Which one? I thought Thirty Rock was different. Oh, Thirty Rock's the one with Alec Baldwin, huh? Yeah. I think I was thinking of Just Shoot Me. Ooh, what's that? That was the one with um. Wait, that's the, the one dude with from that. Joe Dirt. Uh, hey, we're talking about Tommy Boy. No, not the or what's the guy Spade something Spade. There are four. I don't know David Spade, but Tommy Boy, yeah. Tommy Boy's good. Yeah, I'm I'm lost now. But yes, the guy that played in Tommy Boy, David Spade. David yeah. Spade. He was so funny. He was in like an office show called Just Shoot Me. I thought it was like around the same time as Thirty Rock. I think. Sounds like uh, my coworker. He actually tells people uh, just shoot him and. Uh, <laughs> And it's funny we get we get one guy. I, I guess he he's an off duty cop or something. He comes in, he records him, and he likes to tell the management. <laughs> and they say, "Oh, I'll talk with me. I'll talk with him." He's like, "Oh, thanks. You got me away from the register for a bit." Just <laughs> <laughs> one way out of it. I mean, he's like, "Sweet, let's chat." <laughs> it's such a it's such an absurd catchphrase. Like that's just what he says. Just he's shoot like, me. Ah, just shoot me. Like that's just like. <laughs> Change your camera. Paper like, or plastic? <laughs> ah, just shoot me. I mean, you know, how's your day going? What's? Uh, oh, have a great day going. Yeah. What? What could be so great about it? I'm here, right? Morose. How's your day going? Well, it's either bad or worse. I want to go to the supermarket. Which one is this? Oh, I'm, I'm lucky, lucky in San Carlos. Come okay. on through. This is, this is free advertising, I guess. Oh, wow. Plug the market. They definitely don't have enough publicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, we don't. We don't because uh, Jerry Rice doesn't even want to go there. Jerry uh, Rice doesn't even want to go to... He, he went to... We were so pumped. I don't know why. Um, maybe because I met the guy before. Um, but all the employees were pumped and... Uh, Oh, he's over Redwood City store. He's going to be coming over here. And uh, he never did. I was like, he's not going to come here, guys. Uh, I guess Go Fuel is his energy drink. Go Fuel. Okay. And so he was going places, taking pictures with people. And I guess he signed uh, cans. And I was like, well. Sounds like a good gig. <laughs> I was like, can I get a can? And uh, they're like, no, 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 no. These are for me. Huh? And in my. Uh, well, because uh, one of my managers went over to that store while he was there. And, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I, I, I don't even trip about the autograph. I just want a free energy drink, man. I just Aww. don't want to pay for it, bro. He's like, I'm going to recycle this later. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to for the liquid. I'm going to pour this, this all over my body yeah. on a YouTube video oh, yeah. later. So I need right. this. It's Can you get a lot of, uh, like, would that get a lot, what is it listen to youtube i was thinking tiktok i it's guess same thing tiktok yeah you would, would you get a lot of whatever it is likes or whatever have you poured a drink all over you you know probably but who knows who specifically did it yes yeah okay. it depends on who it is you're right because i was told uh my uh i had this manager he said if i uh I, I could get tons of followers if i like uh go to the bathroom and i put shit all over myself like i'm on the toilet 
And I'm like, you have to find the platform. Yeah. Hey, I, I, well, well, the... I, I told, I, I said, man, so you want me to grab my poop and put it all over my face and buy you while recording it? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah. But then it's actually a private but then he was like, he's like he just said it to me he's like yeah you'll make money uh do you send me the link though i think he saw me thinking about it so he's like no nah, man i'm actually talking about you know you having a candy bar or some peanut butter with you and yeah. people don't know the difference like okay i'm not gonna scam my viewers i feel like you gotta be consistent though you gotta do it like every day for like a year and then one of those will catch mm. on and then you all of a sudden they find you and they Lots of content. Right, like speaking of niche, that must be your niche. And you must fulfill that niche well, yeah, daily it, for a year until you get traction. Yeah. Uh, but don't get me started on friction and traction when it comes to... There we go. Peanut butter. Sex talk again. Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't know why that. I don't know why that that makes me think of dogs, peanut butter and sex. I don't know. Really? So peanut butter and dogs. It's just something, I guess. I don't know if I, I would connect those two. Hear a lot that doesn't have to do with me. I mean, just hear a lot with uh, dudes and, peanut, and peanut, peanut butters and their oh, yeah. penises. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm yeah. thinking lube, and I'm like, that doesn't seem like it you would need, work. You need lube with a dog, man. Come on. <laughs> You're so slimy. Oh, and I, I was so so. After the uh, <laughs> she just you know stabbed him. You know she said she said come to my show. If he comes to my show, I'm stabbing death. And then call the cops. And then that so that's actually what ended up more of uh, bringing more materials. Like my gosh, she said she'd call the cops. I'm so nervous of police. This is great. Um, for some reason, that's what. Um, made a lot of audience laugh was the fact that I was afraid of police. I was like, damn, this isn't even funny to me, but this is great. This is, great. Uh, this is just me talking here. But they thought that was funny. I guess no one uh, no one said anything like that before. But, uh, I'm afraid of police. So. But yeah, but you see, that's why I kind of stopped for a little bit with the comedy. Uh, I kind of lost anything I would say uh, funny-wise because I felt like, okay, that got me going for a bunch of years. No, not a bunch of years. That just got me going for a little bit. Um, but but so there was a community that was like hating after that uh, because uh, this person told a bunch of people in like comedy circles don't have anything to do with this guy. But then you know, like they say, don't care what people say. Uh, but but that got old because it was like man, this whole like vibe of comedy now it just feels like it's all ugh, you know. I kind of feel like it's. You guys want to meditate on that? The, I feel like the um, good vibes coming back. So there, I mean, yeah, so I feel like is there. So the incident that happened down the street with me, I was wondering like, maybe I could come back with some like material about getting run over. You know? I mean, uh, there there was a whole. Or post. Wait. <laughs> there was a whole storyline there, this like before or after you die. Huh? No, that's your story. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that's his coworker's story. Oh, okay. okay. Dying once, that was me taking my own life. No, uh, so, uh, you know, because I, I jumped in the guy's car to, like, uh, to, like, fight him off. And then they, uh, they, they, they were like, we got to get rid of this guy. And I, even now, even saying that right there, we, they said, we got to get rid of this guy. Like, uh, I'm like, that could form into a way of material somehow. And they got out, they pushed me around, I, 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 I hit the ground, they ran me over, and then uh, 
And then I'm thinking there could be some kind of punchline to where I'm like all of a sudden, you know, saying help, you know. But uh, but the way I did it was like I I, I looked up and I was like, oh crap, help. So there could be like some kind of material there. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that could be the whole story, you know. Uh, I was just getting, and then to the beginning, I was just getting out of my car. Like, whoa, whoa, where are all these guys coming from? That could be. And then I and that could that could kind of be uh, that could even reference some kind of gay joke right there. Where are all these guys coming from? I felt like there was a bunch of dicks in my face. Boom. And then I realized. Insert gay joke, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That that that, that always works. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, let's see. Um, I mean, the first first I started thinking puns, so I, you know, I need a punchline for that. Oh, I punched the tire, but that didn't seem to help or something cheesy. Right? And then the other yeah. place I went with that was, uh, you know, a, a surprise ending, broken assumption, like, and then I realized I'd been on acid the whole time. There was no car, you know, or yeah. just, like twist. Um, but I think uh, I haven't, okay. I haven't, we, there's more there. There's more. So I got a question yeah. to, from a musician to some comics. <laughs> So how comedians? How how often like when when you reuse jokes or maybe you you don't ever reuse jokes? But I assume you sometimes reuse jokes because it's like I think of it as like I don't just write a new song every every time. Right? Yeah. You have to actually. But like, do you like? Is it like the same like word for word, or do you kind of like kind of improv it sometimes? Like, or is it more of just like I know I'm going to say something about this, and then you just riff off of it. Or is it a little a bit of question. everything? I, you don't have to give me your secrets, too. I'm just wondering. I don't really have any. That would be yeah, right there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of... Well, I think... I, I just kind of brushed the sidelines for a minute. I, I really... Yeah, if you gave me a mic, I wouldn't know what to say anymore. Right? Have I... Have I the irony? Seem like that? I know what to say here? On the mic. No, I... I mean... She's a spiritual comic, too. You. Wow. Thank you. I do. Yeah, I do I talk about spirituality. <laughs> um, some of it's tongue and cheek. Some of it's brain and back to God. the sex. Jeez. Back to the well, sex. Hey, hey. So, um, I think you know the first component, which is something you actually touched upon in the way you asked the question, right? Is mm -hmm. oh, you don't have to tell me your secrets. Well, first and foremost, every comic does do it differently, right? Not everyone's gonna have the same formula. I believe Second that. Second of all, there are certain kind of standardized ways that people talk about doing it. So um, a lot of people, I, I script word for word. So I write an entire document. I use Google Docs. And I write even like the like, comma, you know, I mean, comma, all that stuff. And then I memorize it. And then I write a set list. So I will have like, this is a set list. I'm showing him a visual of a oh. tiny, tiny notebook. And the pages are falling out, which is really good when you're writing a set list. <laughs> um, don't lose the pages anywhere, though, because someone might pick them up. So... Um, so what happens is you write the set list and you can shift the set list, but you know which bits are self-contained. So you might be practicing different bits and sometimes you'll change the wording, but ideally you're iterating. Ideally you're fine tuning and refining and, and they call it like a tight five, a tight 10, a tight 20, right? So uh -huh. you want to have five minutes beautifully developed based on trying different things at different times and essentially curating all the language. I mean, this is how most people do it. it really, some comics are storytellers, right? Mm -hmm. But I think one of the most effective... Like, think about if you have a, a special. Let's say Dreams Come True, right? Netflix special. Sure. That's a scripted, tight hour set, right? That right. They've, they've either gone to little clubs. Like, they say, um, 
you know, Seinfeld, he would go to these little clubs and he would do the same bit a hundred times before he would perform it in a more formal setting. Really? And, and that might be one word differently. It might be all the same words, slightly different. Emphasis on the words, you know. Mm. That, that's the, uh, the short and long of it. Okay, it's that sounds like fun, time. actually. You want to try comedy again? I did notice. Uh, I did, you know, I, I did notice one time I was saying jokes and uh, I was like, "Hey, mother!" And the way I said it, and it wasn't just that I cussed. It was like, "Mother!" And, and you know, I, I, the way I said it, it, it made uh, the host laugh. Pete, Pete Munoz, he laughed. Okay. He probably deny it, right? I don't know. The guy doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was surprised oh, no. because I thought he just didn't like a lot of people, and uh, maybe we that was like his him. thing. But then, uh, I don't know. And then then he, he found out it was just him. Yeah, I guess then I found out. Oh, I guess it's me. Uh, yeah. That the, the main priority and the rest of you would probably just doesn't really care for you. Either. Just doesn't I care bet he doesn't for them. like everyone. You know what my mom told me? She said never personalize anything. It's never about any of us, right? If someone has an aversion, I mean, certainly people can have reactions to your comedy, but. That's part of the difficulty, is the intergroup dynamic, constantly in this shifting, evolving. Networking is the most painful, difficult part of the process. For me personally, yeah. it's the most difficult part of the process. Like I said, I'm a little weird with my coworkers, right? I'm cool with my friends and family, but the dynamics of being around coworkers, whether that's producers, whether, whether that's people booking or other comedians or other comics, you know, there's, there's, it, it's not just a circle of friends, right? You, you all want to get somewhere. Yeah, you I, want to make that... But uh, probably not accurate, indeed, salary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, that's indeed, the goal. It sounded good at first. I didn't need salary. Huh? I know. I don't think that's 30 to good. 80. I genuinely that's think a that's a big range. Like, I think they're averaging out comedians who make zero dollars and like the influencer who makes like a million that did comedy at one point. Like, I don't think that's it, an it, accurate. It's fun to play around with comedy uh, time-wise when you're like, when you're doing a little better. It's like, all right. Let me see how I could do with this amount of time. I realized when when I when I did one way back in the well, I was actually my first one, and uh, I kept thinking about the time, and I, I didn't I didn't do good at all. They booed me, but uh, but the over the under, host didn't boo me. It was just I was thinking about the time too oh, much, so so I was just great, I was like just thinking about yeah. filling in, even though it was just five minutes. But thinking about it kind of threw me off, I guess. I mean, they booed me, but then maybe I was, I was also doing gay jokes at, like, a gay bar. I thought, I thought that would go over well. I was actually trying to cater to the audience, but that didn't do very well. Catered to the audience in the wrong direction. <laughs> SF Eagle seems like a pretty cool place, You know what's though. funny? That is the place I bomb the most. Is that huh. that is, is where one of the only places it, where I've consistently bombed? That's interesting because how do you bomb with with dudes wearing ass chaps and like well, uh, and holding worst, whips and all that? Right, you, know? you think right? My worst <laughs> bomb at SF Eagle was talking about female body image and uh, the, the they, don't, they don't like women. No, people were furious. They were first of all, it wasn't very funny. It was my fault. It was brand new material, right, and I got uh, you know when. You know when you start getting agitated and no one's laughing? I don't know. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it happens in real life. Sure, for a yeah. comic, You're on stage, you're trying to get them into it. You really think it's a good punchline. So what happens is you're getting kind of negative feedback, negative energy, or no energy. And what you, what mm. you could or should do, what a good comic would probably do, is slow down. 
talk a little quiet. They would love a fursuit, though. I the opposite. I was like, oh, I know you don't know about body image. Oh, my God. And I got real <laughs> Wait, that actually sounds kind of... See, they wouldn't understand would that. That sounds kind of cool. Thank you for your appreciation. It, you know, it's I also a... It. It's a furry bar, too. So they would have loved a, a really? fursuit. Yeah, really it's really a furry bar and a, a leather daddy bar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they hated you off oh, the bat. Yeah. Uh, although, I, you, you look up and there's uh, like a poster board of some woman... Uh, wearing hardly anything. So, I mean, that's where I started off with talking about that. And, you know, I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to uh, talk about my surroundings. Ah, uh, there's a naked lady above me. <laughs> but that probably... Yeah. An I mean, angel. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes it's your environment that could get you saying stuff just off the cuff. Like, uh, Woodham's... Uh, I, I was talking about... I don't, I don't even know where it came from. Just talking about being drunk and having sex with windows. Not, you know, like, like walking down the street of San Francisco and just like, uh, just banging every window you see. And like that, 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 seemed, that seemed to go, well, cause I was making the sound. I'm into it. I'm into it. I was making the sound of it too. That's, that's what did pretty, I, you know what? What's the sound like? I hated that. I was always the, it was like, you know, uh, uh, I was, I was always the closer, but that's just when I could make it, you know, I was like. I closed that horrible time I just told you about. I was the last person. Man, did I close that show on a bad note. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm going home. I like got off the stage. I was like, you guys don't get me, which is like really unprofessional and also just not classy. Like, I thought it was funny. And the guy who was hosting goes, Abby, get off the stage. That's your time. But who, who was hosting? Who's Colin? Do you know Colin? Oh, you're talking about over there. Yeah, yeah Colin. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he does it anymore, right? No, this is different, Colin. This is, uh, I don't want to describe well, he's like He's the host at the SF Eagle, right? He's he's one of the hosts. It's not, um, it's so more than one Colin, host, which I think is Colin Holtz. Connor? Yeah, Colin Holtz. Okay. Uh, Connor Collicate. He's married this Colin. Colin Collicate or something. Yeah. He's a little guy. Yeah. You ever had sex with a midget? <laughs> I haven't. Um, oh. I'm actually pretty close to being a small person myself. I'm okay. five foot zero. I believe it's over really? wow. ten. Is it? Is the cutoff? Yeah. So. You hope to be height well. Thank you. People I, I, usually I guess five four. Okay. I have uh, four extra inches of personality. <laughs> <laughs> of, of height. Of height. You guys, come on, get your minds out of it. Hey. Hey. Yeah, we, we're on an influence. <laughs> Gutter. I am so, getting more and more caffeinated. <laughs> we're all influencers here. So you're uh, a. <laughs> You got a you got a, you got a gig with uh, Jason Cole coming up, right? I do. Yeah. How great is that guy? Oh, awesome, awesome! I'm so excited. I feel really grateful I get to be a part of it. Um, I'm competing in the best, the best pretty good new comic contest, which is thrilling. It's on St. Patrick's Day. It's at the Sound Room in Oakland. Okay. And it's gonna okay. Be a That's a little rough. You're competing for so there's about 14 of us competing. There's uh, three prizes. I mean, if you get top three, you get a cash prize. And the full-time number one person who wins, I almost said guy. When I win, <laughs> whoever wins gets a spot at the first Friday showcase, right? Oh. So it's actually, you get a booked gig, a paid gig, if you are So it's a win-win. And by the way, the audience helps with the voting. So if okay. you want me to win the contest. Can we call in? Uh, like, you know, I, I like, wish it was remote as well. No, you can't call it. They're <laughs> people ballads. <laughs> you know, like yeah, they're doing that AGT people. or The Voice or yeah, something, American Idol. Yeah, exactly. 
Text 709 if you want Abby <laughs> to win. Push 4, 4, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Clap into the phone as loud as you can. <laughs> and then they just play it overhead when the person wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do some sound effects. Oh, music in there. Yeah, I never understood that of how you could tell people win by like crowd participation. You're oh, like fixed. someone. Yeah, someone just screams louder. You can always scream louder. You know. That Jason Cole. He's a. He seems like a good guy. Yeah, you know, I haven't actually been on shows with him yet. You met him, though, right? Is he the host? Is he the host? He's the host, right? I know that he's producing the contest. As far as I know, he's producing Okay, okay. So that's the host, yeah. Sometimes there's two different people filling those two roles. That can be the case. Can he win the prize? He's not competing in the contest. So he actually gets paid. Indeed, salary. Wow. Thirty thousand dollars, huh? You know, salary. Okay, okay. I heard he's a. I heard he's a porn star too. Maybe that's a lifetime um, salary. And lifetime what? Lifetime of porn. Lifetime salary porn. What? Whoa. Wait, what about porn? I'm more curious about. No. I heard he's a porn star. I heard Jason Cole's a porn star. Really? No. Well, I've always wanted to be okay, and here's a porn star. I think if I'd done it, I could have aged through the categories. Hmm. Okay. No, I would have started. I would have started at eighteen, in you know, that category. <laughs> this is this is the worst possible bit to do in this context. I've done this on stage, and I actually had one of the audience that was a real person, like not a comic. Like a, you know, they, <laughs> I'm like, a, what's a real person? Real people kind of well, so civilian. A I like real people. A non-comic oh. came up to me and she said, "Oh, you know, you did great." She was complimenting me, right? And then. She said, yeah, my friend asked me who my favorite was. But this is a huge comment. Yeah. She goes, I said the porn star girl. I was like, God, <laughs> damn wow. it. Are you kidding me? That was the one bit you remembered. Like, and it was the sweetest compliment, but it was funny that, that that was the label. And mind you, I did the porn star bit way earlier in the set. So oh, it no. just resonated. Way better than being the oh, masturbation girl, guy. Was no, she was a sweetheart. Uh, if you're listening right now, thank you. So uh, what what levels to comedy are are there? Or what, what 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 levels are you going for here? What are we trying? Funny, to hilarious. Uh, take yeah. If you want to take it there, I, I okay. At least the music. Uh, says no. <laughs> we know the comics have no clue. Yeah, yeah. Take that as, as you're, you're the going. levels to it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think the first thing that I really began to understand is the the time commitment. So mm. when I first started, because I knew very, very little about this world, although I was very eager to, unlike that girl who said you weren't eager enough, uh, but I yeah. was eager to engage with the I'm thing. eager for money, yeah, give me some money. <laughs> um, no, but really what it is, is I thought, like, let's say, you do this for a few months, or, you know, it's kind of sink or swim, you either suck at it or you're great at it. Turns out, <laughs> a lot of people do it for, you know, four years, seven years, ten, fifteen years, and they're developing their craft. So... I didn't understand the length of time that can ha- that can occur mm. before you achieve any type of you know financial commercial success. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who really quickly kind of make it. There are some people who practice a long time and then actually make it. You know, you might be doing it ten years and have not that much feedback. I mean, ideally, you're getting booked on paid shows, right? Like that. So that's the first level is 
I'm going to open mics. I'm doing everything I can to be a part of the community and learn how to do the craft of comedy. And then the next jump up is I'm getting on showcases or I'm getting tip sets and then I'm getting booked shows, showcases, openers. There's a side note, which is production and hosting, right? One of my favorite things I've done is hosting. Producing is a very different set of skills. A lot of comics do both. This is really feeling so long-winded at this point. <laughs> the, the nuance and depth mm. of community comedy. We're all knowing. We, we know. Right. We're gonna, I'm, well, then, I'm taking notes here. Right. So then the fourth level is when you actually become telekinetic. And it's oh. funny because on level five, you're also... It's not just telekinetic, but you can also have, have, have visions, essentially, right? So once you get paid enough for comedy, booked enough, and get good enough at the craft, you actually get supernatural powers. And I didn't know this. And I'm sorry, I'm done. I just tried that's to spice cool. it up a little bit at the All end. Right. I just wanted to make it a little lively. But yeah, that's... You know, I, I, be I believe that. Beginning of my understanding. I think I believe that. The only reason I do is because I feel like... I feel like the stuff that I... Like, see, I don't, I don't know a ton about comedy, but like... Some of the ones that, like, I feel like once you're in a crowded room and you're there to see that person, whether the joke is good or not, you're going to get some laughs. You have mm. that superpower. Like, you've worked your way I up. I accidentally was kind of accurate. I you're accurate. Well, it's because, well, like, I mean, uh, you know, I'm uh, just saying. Also, uh, he, he did the synthesis. That was really impressive synthesis. Also, I'm the, a scientist, the, the as crazy we talked thing, about earlier. The thing that sucks about are, right? comedy is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> versus, versus, yeah versus porn, sucking... <laughs> Or being great at it is in porn. Is there either one porn? could be great, either, but in comedy, you you gotta you gotta just be great at it, right? Or you yeah. can't you can't suck at it. Here's the thing, though. Porn is really hard too. I've never done it. I've wanted to. I've never done it. But I'm not gonna say anyone could do it. Just like comedy, you gotta hone your craft. I think so. And you gotta hone other people. I mean, especially back. you know what's weird? Everything I do. Everything takes practice. Hey, you know, yeah, I I think a lot of men are like, oh yeah, I'd like to, you know, uh, oh yeah, porn star. But uh, I mean, I've worked in that environment, so uh, so I have gotten to know them, wow. and then I get you a little desensitized, I guess, because you're like, yeah, big deal. Um, Just like comedy, uh, you're I mean, like, oh my god, I've heard so many. Actually, videos. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about more the the women, I guess. As, as the yeah. guys, I've I've uh, you know, I guess I've visioned. What would it be like to be in that scenario? It wouldn't be that great because yeah, it does take some work. Because in uh, Ron Jeremy uh, and his last ones, no, I mean I his videos. I was like, let me oh. see what this guy's like. You met Ron and then Jeremy? and then he seems well, well no, actually, like actually he did perform. He did he did do comedy. He was at the quarter note in. Uh, oh, he's a comedian. Oh, wow. one time. But now he's now he's probably in jail <laughs> yeah. for uh, I, I think rape or something. Um, but yeah, yeah, the the last the last times he was he was just shoving his thing in in the woman. And, uh, <laughs> and he didn't even, he wasn't even feeling it himself. Mm. So that's when you're like, gosh, it is work. Yeah. It, porn is work. And, I guess. Yeah. So back to telekinesis, which, by the way, just to clarify, um, telepathic is when you can communicate uh, with know, the dead. Without I'm just speaking kidding. a lot. Of, hey, dead that's people that's are that's awesome. That's oh. uh, no, I don't know. Um, but telekinetic is you can move things with your mind. And I think oh. with Ron Jeremy's dick, for example, um, what we can synthesize about all this is it's energy exchange, right? And in that case, yeah. he wasn't able in that video to have an active, effective energy exchange. When you're doing comedy, 
I think one of the reasons people struggle with comedy is accidentally they're giving their mm. energy to the audience and what you have to, and by the way, I'm like a very green comic. Like I'm doing really well for how long I've been doing it, but I'm also new, you know, relatively speaking, right? But what I've under, come to understand is you have to be able to get energy from the audience and do alchemy and perhaps have an exchange, but you cannot simply give and give because then you'll exhaust yourself. You won't be as funny by the end of the set. And it's a very, it's a less sustainable type of work and it's, it's not the same satisfaction. Are, are you going to comedy day this year? Oh my God. Tell me more. I don't know about comedy day. I went to the women's, uh, the women's gathering uh, yesterday, which was well, a comedy day. It's every year at Golden Gate Park. I'm oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! What day is it? It's on a Sunday, so I'll probably quit this this year and go go do that. <laughs> uh, you, 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 <laughs> tell me, I mean, I don't want them to forget about me because because yeah. then you don't get your free drinks and food um, because oh, you go you back and, and you food? probably get it because you just tell them, hey, I'm I'm comedian, and that's oh you're VIP, and you go backstage and. You get your free drinks and food. Shit, and, I'm gonna well, do that. And you get a network. Every Sunday with, like, has a network. Is that what you're talking about? The punchline. No, it's Golden thing? Gate Park. It's free. Okay. Uh, it's every year. Uh, I believe in September or something. Okay. But Comedy Day, you just look it up. Comedy Thanks Day, like uh, Golden Gate Park or something. Yeah, um, yeah, that's where. I, yeah, recipes. Robin Williams he used to go there all the time. It's like, man, we shared a sandwich together. Did you really? Well, I mean, not really. It was. It was. We had our own sandwich. Yeah, tell it, I, but it was. I guess we shared it because it was, uh, at first it was a big sandwich that they cut up. <laughs> so. There you go. I'd say that's, uh, that counts. You shared a sandwich, man. Like, oh, okay. That counts. Okay. Oh, absolutely. That couldn't count. That is that one thing where every year I'm like, I'm, I'm getting tipsy here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used, that, that used to be the thing where after I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to drink too much anymore. I was like, okay, I'm getting tipsy at this thing every year. Cause that way I stay the whole time instead of being like, ah, well, yeah, I'm gonna go now. Because yeah, it's all day. Yeah. yeah. So, so is there like stages? Like, is it? There's one stage. Ooh. One stage. One huge stage. Wow. Is it um, an open mic? No. 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 They got com, but uh, they got com comics already planned there. But like. You but know, if you're funny if, enough. If if you're well, if you're comic, if you're funny you, enough, you're already you go backstage. <laughs> you could go in the backstage area and like. Be uh, the well, because it's comedy, so they do celebrate comics. It's just yeah. you know they they got people. Do you have to say to a joke stage. to get backstage? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so yet. Comics don't make other com or comedians don't really make other. I feel like I don't know what comedians. <laughs> comics don't make other comics tell jokes on command as so, often as you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they get asked that. that yeah, we too get much. asked that by so, people, I, yeah, tell me a joke. I heard something uh, here. Uh, I guess uh, Pam was. Uh, she said there's gonna be some TV person re recording people here, so she has to say, "Who wants to be on TV or 